Welcome to episode 25 of Words of Grace podcast. I'm your host, as always, Beth Zena. Um, so last week, uh, we talked about um, how love bears all things as part of our little mini-series we're doing on the biblical definition of love found in 1 Corinthians 13. And today, we are just going to continue with this series and um, be talking about how love believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. As I mentioned last week, um, throughout this entire series, we've been looking a lot to Jesus as our example for love. But this week, I'm going to do something a little bit different, and instead, we'll be looking at Mary, the mother of Jesus, um, because she is a powerful example of love herself. So without further ado, let's get started. When love believes and hopes, it embodies a trust that expects the best from one another. Coupled with endurance, love trusts another to the extent that it expects the best from that person even if outside circumstances don't warrant it. In other words, acting with agape love is not only giving someone the benefit of the doubt, but being in their corner, pulling for them, and expecting the best outcome even if and when they hit a rough patch. With this in mind, I can't help but think this is the same kind of love a mother has for her children. And what better example of a mother's love than Mary's love for Jesus? We are first introduced to Mary when she is a girl of 13 or 14 years old. She enters into an engagement with Joseph, probably enacted by his parents. Before she is married, Mary is greeted by an angel, announcing the news that she will conceive God's son. At this time, God hadn't spoken to man in over 400 years. I don't know why Mary just didn't faint right on the spot, how alarming that would have been. Um, but as innocence would have it, her only question is found in Luke chapter 1 and verse 34 which reads, How will this be, since I am a virgin? Without any of the drama that accompanies young girls, her only concern is, how is this all going to work? God patiently explains the details as she takes it all in. Notice her childlike response four verses later. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your will. Mary's faith was exemplified in her trust in God. In her sweet innocence, Mary believed all things. As Mary becomes the mother of Jesus and he grows into a young boy, Mary treasures many things in her heart, as most mothers do. She holds dear those special memories of childhood moments, remembers encouraging words, and even relives traumatic events, just as if they were yesterday. One telling moment is when Jesus and his mother are attending a wedding and the host runs out of wine. Mary reacts to the situation as any typical mother would. She recognizes an opportunity for her son to rise to the occasion, but like most sons with their mothers, Jesus is not on her same page. Mary steps out on a limb against her son's wishes, but her motherly nudge proves profitable. Being in her son's corner, knowing his capabilities, and looking toward his future with hope, she says to the servant in John chapter 2 and verse 5, whatever he tells you to do, do it. You know the rest of the story. Jesus changes water into wine. But the confidence a mother possesses in her child is unsurpassed. With great expectation and motherly pride, 
Mary hopes in all things. So often, though, the plans we have for our children don't turn out like we expect. Even though Mary knew Jesus was God's son and kept the reality of his nature in her heart, I feel sure she was not completely prepared for the events ahead of her. A heartbreaking account when Jesus was a young man is told by Luke in chapter 8. In that chapter, Jesus is well into his ministry and drawing multitudes of people to himself. On this particular occasion, Mary and the brothers of Jesus came to listen to him. They tried to weave their way through the crowd to speak with him, but were unable to do so. And I can just imagine the thoughts racing through Mary's mind, the things she wanted to tell her son. Like, I'm so proud of you. You're doing a great job, son. Or, I haven't seen you in such a long time. Are you eating well? I know her frustration grew as she was unable to fight the crowd, but somehow she was able to pass a message to Jesus that they were waiting to see him. His returned reply is found in Luke chapter 8 and verse 21. It reads, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. I obviously don't think this statement was meant to hurt, but if Mary was anything like me, it would have felt like a dagger going through her heart. She never did get to see her son that day. The most horrific event, however, one no mother ever wants to experience, is the death of her own child. John records the touching scene between Mary and Jesus at the foot of the cross in John chapter 19. The immediate events leading up to the scene are as follows. Jesus, after being beaten and battered, bears his own cross until he could do it no longer. He is nailed to the splintered wooden structure dangling by his hands and feet. His clothing is divided up among his captors, and a sign is nailed over his head stating that he is the king of the Jews in three languages. No doubt this was to make sure everyone understood the quote-unquote false claims of this man. Believing him to be a liar and a criminal, he is openly mocked and ridiculed. Standing nearby, watching this nightmare unfold, is his mother, Mary. As a son desperately looks to his mother for love and support in times like these, Jesus looks at her but sees the anguish she is enduring. Undoubtedly, with love in his heart sprinkled with tender care and concern, he utters these words, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple John, Behold your mother. With those simple, heartfelt words, Jesus didn't leave his dear mother alone. He secured her future physically and spiritually with his best friend, the one I'm sure he felt would love her like his own. That very hour, John took her in. I have no doubt that he wrapped her in his arms, held her close, and comforted her as Mary stood at the foot of the cross watching her special son die. In the very worst of circumstances, clinging to the hope that is to come and expecting the very best outcome to prevail from this terrible tragedy, Mary endured all things. And that is true love. Love believes, hopes, and endures all things, even the unthinkable. I pray that we can all possess the extraordinary heart of Mary and our love towards one another, a love that knows no bounds. So yeah, that's all I have for today. Um, thank you for tuning into this episode. Um, uh, I know it gets a little heavy there at the end. I almost cheered up reading it out loud, but um, I hope that seeing Mary's love um, for her son 
will encourage us this week as we go out and love others um, and that we'll um, always strive to be looking for the best in others and um, if you have any additional thoughts or questions you have um, from this lesson throughout the week feel free to um, follow us on Facebook you can do that um, by going to Facebook and searching for Words of Grace podcast and liking our page Um, and there you can send us comments questions right on our wall um, anything you would like we love to hear from you all Um, and tune in next week um, for the end of our series Um, I will be doing a little wrap-up review of what we've talked about so far, and then I'll be closing the series with the topic that love never fails. So thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Words of Grace podcast, and I hope you have a loving and great week. Um, See you all next week.